Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Wednesday, May 20th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. Kate, how's it going? Mm. Good. I don't know. It's going great. Yeah. Spectacular. Wow. (laughs) What a turnaround. You're singing a different tune. No, you know, well, I did get sleep. I feel like sleep really helps. Oh, wait, tell me. I mean, look, tell me what happened. It's just the chocolatey melatonin. I Well, last night, Dory, I did do a much better job. I was taking a I was in a workshop from seven till nine on Zoom. And then I was I texted you and I was like, time to put my phone down. It was like nine fifteen. Yeah. And I did all the things. I washed my face without looking at my phone or listening to a podcast. I wrote in my journal. I read some of my book and I ate one of my chocolate, good day chocolate sleep supplement melatonin pieces. And I, um, I drifted off, you know, and I slept for a solid eight hours. That sounds perfect. It was good. It was good. And, you know, yesterday... I feel like it was one of kind of the ha- happiest days I've had in a while, or, or I would say, quote unquote, best days I've had in a while. I was like strangely productive. I was mm-hmm. able to focus at my desk in my bedroom while my kids did schoolwork um, in a different room and they would pop in and ask questions and then I would send them away. And it was like it kind of worked for a day. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, it was one day that, that it's not repeating itself today. And that's fine. Um, also, schoolwork is really winding down because we're in our last week. So, mm. you know, who the heck mm-hmm. knows what next week is going to look like without school? We shall see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention is that I cooked my favorite roast chicken recipe last night by Mark Bittman. I feel like I've talked about it before on some podcast. It is like the easiest and best roast chicken ever. Okay. And it makes great leftovers, which you can then create something else out of. And then, and tonight I, I cooked it and I added potatoes and onions and peppers in the pan, which was like a risk. I've never done that before. And that came out well. And, you know, I kind of, I will say one of the things I feel gratitude for during this time is that I've gotten a lot more confident and comfortable as a cook during quarantine times. Mm -hmm. Um, I like find myself, I, I find myself just feeling a little bit more confident in the kitchen, if you will, enjoying myself a little bit more, trying things to make that I've never made before. And it's been a positive experience. And this this roast chicken recipe is something I cooked for the first time during this quarantine experience because I bought like two chickens at Costco. And everyone in my family loves it. And now I've made it like three or four times. It's so good. And you don't eat chicken. That's I amazing. I, I, will don't. Share, I will share this recipe if anyone needs like a very easy fairly foolproof roast chicken recipe. 
I've got you. I mean, I feel like most people want that. It, it just works. I don't know what it is. Like the first time I made it, my husband was like, wow, what it, what is this? And I was like, I don't know. You just put olive oil on the chicken. <laughs> I, like that was it. Some salt. Uh, just the touch of Mark Bittman and his authority. So that's, yeah, that's where I'm at. Like I do, I do, um, you know, like we, we took our baking class last week and I made those palmiers and they came out really great. Like I yeah. would never in a million years take a baking class. So I just, mm-hmm. I feel like something has opened up for me a little bit when it comes mm-hmm. to my own creative exploration with food. So that's where I'm at. How about you, my friend? Well, you know, speaking of mm-hmm. creative exploration with food. I set you up there. You did. I took another baking class. <laughs> With Molly, Molly J. Wilk. Indeed, you did. Indeed, I did. I just want everyone to know this is this is the last one I've signed up for. I can't guarantee that I won't take another one, but as of now, I am not signed up for any more classes. But wish you were. I love it. You've turned me on to something I never thought I would be interested in. I mean, maybe I will. Anything could happen. I did. I did um, have a good chuckle the other day when you were like, "Could we move our recording time to later in the day?" And I was like, "Sure." Like, why? What's going on? And you're like, I'm, "I'm taking another baking class." <laughs> so I, I am wondering if I'm like a cook now. You are wondering, are you a baker now? I am wondering that. I had never baked anything more complicated than like banana bread and chocolate chip cookies until I took these classes. And now I'm just like, Hey, you want me to make a lemon tart? I can make a lemon tart. You want me to make a cream puff? I can make a cream puff. It's just like, I can make a palmier. I did take the macaron class, but I have not actually made the macarons yet. I'm still, I feel like I'm still a little little intimidated by the macarons. I have to admit. So what was today's class that you made? Like what what did you make in today's class rather? We made a lemon tart. And I should also say Molly has slightly changed up her classes. The first class I took was a combo um, cream puff and macarons class and you it wasn't a bake-along class like you were just supposed to watch and then do it later and now her classes are on zoom and you're supposed to bake along so the macaron one was not a bake-along class so I was just sort of watching and like taking notes and I feel like I mean maybe I just need to take that class again and do it as a bake-along okay See, you are gonna take another one you listen I don't know I don't know Kate I, I can't know. promise anything. <laughs> um, no, but we made lemon tarts today. I didn't realize we like we we've had I bought like 30 eggs a week or so ago and so or two weeks ago maybe and so I've just been used to having a lot of eggs around and I didn't realize we were almost actually out so I wasn't able to make the meringue that goes on the top of the lemon tarts. But I still made the lemon tarts. Let me tell you, they're delicious. Like, how can you not like a lemon tart? I'm not a big lemon sweets fan. So mm. if you can win me over with a lemon tart, mm. like I'm on, I'm on board. I wish I could try it. You know, it. my husband also does not 
love a lemon tart. But that just means there's more for me. Yeah, I was going to say like, well, that's fine. <laughs> exactly. That is fine. Um, so yeah, so that is what I've been up to. I also, I made mini ones. You can make a big, a big tart, but I didn't have a tart pan. And like this, this will show you just how like baking, how much of a baking novice I am. I emailed Molly on Sunday. Today's Tuesday. The class is on Tuesday and we're recording this on Tuesday, I should say. Um, and I said, hey, can I do this in a pie plate thing? And she was like, no, you really need like a special tart pan. Like you can't, it's not like you can't just make it in a pie plate. I was like, shit. Okay. So at this point it's Monday and I'm like, where am I going to get a tart pan in the next like, you know, 12, 24 hours in lockdown. (laughs) Um, But I, so I found mini tart, a mini tart pan. That's kind of like a muffin tin, but it's a tart tin, I guess. Okay. Um, From Michael's, the craft store. So you did a little drive by curbside. I did some curbside. I did some curbside pickup in Burbank at the huge mall in Burbank, which was packed by the way which was slightly I don't know I guess not disconcerting like everyone was masked and seemed to be taking appropriate social distance but it was also like oh there's a there's a lot of people here so I don't know um but yeah it took I mean it was like an hour out of my day yesterday to like drive to (laughs) Michael's in Burbank to get this tin but you know what it was worth it it was worth it because now you can now you've got your tarts now i've got my tarts and they're delicious and now you know if i want to make more tarts i can make more tarts and you know what i did do kate also i bought some raspberry some bon mama raspberry jam because i think i'm going to make more palmiers what's bon Um, mama bon you know that jam bon mama i'm sure you've seen it is that fancy jam? Is it the fancy jam? It's like fancy-ish jam. Yeah. That comes in like a, it looks like a, oh my gosh, what are they called? Not yes, a mason I, yes. jar. Yep. No, no. I. It's exactly what I think it is. Yep. I just You've seen it. it. Yeah. It's the fancy um, jam with the like gingham red top. Yes, exactly. Because you can make palmiers with jam. As Molly demonstrated in class, the class that you and I took, so I think I might, I, I might give that a shot. Make some well, jammy palmiers. <laughs> those did look very good, right? Yeah, I didn't make them with jammy. I just made them with sugar, but and those were delicious. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. So, yeah. So that's where I'm at today. And what it, do you think it is that you like about baking? Like, do you like the calm of it? The science you know I actually think I like the class mm-hmm. me too I haven't actually tried to well no that's not true I did bake the cream puffs after the class because it wasn't a bake-along class um but there is something about like doing it with her that I really like as someone who like has not really done much baking and doesn't really know like how things should look or what the consistency of things should be. And so just to be able to ask questions is really helpful. So yeah, I agree. 
look, I don't know. This could be my my new my new career. Just painting and baking the Dory painting Shafrir and baking story. Ah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> All right. Well, let's take a short break. And when we come back, someone sent us a question that is really right up your alley, Kate. Oh, it is. I've spent like 30 minutes typing up a response. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. Be right back. All right. We're back. Um, I'll read this because then you'll like be responding to it. That's right. Okay. Okay. Hi, Ken Dor. Thank you for being there for us on Here For You. Listening daily has become a calming ritual for me. I've been really down and I couldn't get out of a spiral on a Sunday night, the time for spirals. Netflix recommended the movie After from 2019 and I dove right in based on preview image of people kissing in a lake. Ooh la la. It reminded me how fun and distracting it can be to get swept up in a steamy teen romance, which of course made me think of Kate Spencer. Then I found out it was based on One Direction fan fiction, which really made me think of Kate Spencer. Can you recommend some romantic escapism in any form? I need some fun, swoony drama right now. Thank you, Christine. Of well, course Kate Spencer I can, Christine. Um, you know, I haven't seen the after movie, um, but I now I was like, oh, this is a perfect thing for me to watch. I need to check it out. So. Let me first, I feel like also I've given this list out on so many different episodes of various podcasts, so it it might seem a little repetitive to someone who has heard me say this before, Um, but these are just some of my, some of my faves, some of my picks. Um, I also, you said in any form, I mostly went with books because that's where my pleasures lie. Um, Now I want to give a caveat. A lot of the books that I'm going to recommend have sex scenes in them. Uh, recently a listener emailed us because they were caught off guard by a a book I had recommended and like they read it in their book club and, and everyone, they weren't scandalized, but they were like, Oh, there's sex. So just like, just know that, that many of these are going to have like some sort of sex, sexual graphicness and, you know, do your research on them before if that's not for you, if it is for you, do your research too. So you make sure that I've given you enough of it. Okay. One that Thank Dory you for that I, caveat. You're welcome, Dory. Look, we've talked about red, white, and royal blue on this podcast or any podcast a million times, but it is a fun swoony dra- drama romance. It's so fun. It's so swoony. It's so delicious. The son of the American president falls in love with a British prince. Like, what else do you need right there? I mean, it's you so literally cool. need nothing else. No, that is it. I read it. I finished it, and I immediately read it again. That's how much I liked it. Okay, the royal we... A great book mm-hmm. by the Fug Girls, um, also uh, about a royal romance with an American college student. It's great. It's just and, yesterday. And I, well, I was just going to say, I'm not as into romance as you are, and I loved both of these books. Yeah. See, that's an extra, extra good endorsement right there. Um, Jasmine Guillory's Oh, wait. Books. Sorry. Can I interrupt oh, no. you one more time? Yeah. Um, I am reading the sequel to The Royal We right oh, now, which is you out. You have it? Yes. I'm so jealous of you right I now. Bet, okay. I, bet, I bet you could get it too. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll pull some strings. Um, it's out in July and it's called The Air Affair. And are you loving it? Oh, it's out in June. Oh, sorry. It's out in... No, sorry. There's there's different release dates. It's out in July. It's out July 7th. Okay. Um, 
I'm really enjoying it. Mm. I, but you know what? I kind of wish I had reread The Royal We before diving in. You know, I've actually thought about rereading The Royal We. That was a, that's a smart move. Okay, thank you for that suggestion. You're so welcome. Sorry to interrupt. Please nope, continue. Nope, no, no, no apologies needed. Okay, so Jasmine Guillory has been a guest on Forever 35. She's an amazing writer. Her books are fun, swoony, romance, period. Like, get in there. Just pick up her first book, which is The Wedding Date, and have yourself a joyride through her books. My, my best friend is actually reading them right now. And my recommendation, she's not normally a romance person, and she is loving them. Mm. Okay, my personal fave, The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. It's a lot of drama, a lot of fighting, a lot of sexiness, mm-hmm. a lot of kissing. I love it. Um, her other book is called 99% Mine. That's also great. Um, a book that I read more recently is Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hebert. Let me make sure I'm saying her last name right. Hold on. Yes, Talia Is Hebert. it Hibbert? It could be Hibbert. I don't know why I went with Hebert. It could be Hibbert. Well, it could be Hebert. Yeah. I, I, I apologize, Talia, for possibly saying it wrong. But Get a Life, Chloe Brown is great. And she has... Um, her second book in that series coming out soon. It's Take a Hint, Danny Brown. I've got it on my bedside table. But mm. that book also, really sweet, really sexy, very sexy, mm. very romantic. I love the, ma- the main character. It's just a delight. It's just great. All right. Um, look, I love all of Christina Lauren's books. They are just, they are. For- they started writing fan fiction individually and then came together as writers. And they've written something like 25 amazing books and they have a lot of different flavors to their books like you could get some real like sexy ones like real fucking or just kind of like (laughs) rom-commy like there's a whole real fucking real (laughs) sorry they're beautiful their beautiful series is uh uh, is and the wild season series i don't know they they do well a lot of their books have a lot of good sex scenes on them um but i think if you want like kind of like a fun rom-com i would start with the unhoneymooners which is one of their more recent books it's really really fun book okay now uh dipping into some ya maureen goo past forever 35 guest her book somewhere only we know it's her most recent book swoon city and it's ya and it's a k-pop star and like a hot guy fall in love and it's just great Mm. um another past forever 35 guest jenny han her books, I mean, boom, right there. She's There's, amazing, yes. Uh, and her um, two, uh, the first two books in her, one of her series are now on Netflix's movies and like you have to, to all the boys I've loved before, you just, mm-hmm. you've got to get in there ASAP. Um, a couple other YA authors who I think write great romance, Stephanie Perkins and Jennifer E. Smith. They write great YA romance. Just trust, excuse me, trust me on those two. Okay, now look, you want a swoony movie, you can never go wrong with the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. I like Great it, call. <laughs> I like it better than the BBC Colin Firth Pride and Prejudice. I just, it's just, it's a little more succinct. I mean, obviously the BBC one's six hours and very true to the book, also good. But this one's just a little more rompy. Matthew McFadden's mm. like a really hot Darcy. I love, I've watched that at least a hundred times. Dory, have you seen the movie About Time? I have not. Oh, it's so good. You <laughs> need to watch it tonight. It's wow. On. It's fantastic. 
Okay. Fantastic. And it's on Netflix. So I, I went with a couple Netflix movies because this listener said they had Netflix. So uh, Pride and Prejudice, I don't think is on Netflix, but About Time is on Netflix. It will crush you. It's so freaking good. Um, what is what is it about? It's about it's it's a it's a romance. It's like a man who learns he can time travel um, and Ooh. go back in time, um, and he does so and falls in love with this with Rachel McAdams. But then it's also about his relationship to his father, and it's it's I like hysterically cried through it. It's just amazing. Wait, I'm googling this. Did I see this movie? I feel like maybe I did see this movie. Sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I want if you haven't seen it, I want you just to get on it. It will like it. it my husband and I both loved it. It was just so good. Um, so there you go. And then um, I also really enjoyed the Netflix. Like Netflix has so many great rom coms. Like and I've watched so many of them. Um, so just mm. go into their romance category and like dig around. Their originals are really are really fun. Um, I'm confusing about time with <laughs> the inferior. I'm assuming movie One Day. One day is that like a leap? The leap year movie. One it's day. It's the 2011 movie with Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know that one. I've never okay. seen it. It's. It's not good. Okay, well, don't watch that one. <laughs> don't watch that one. Uh, sorry, that's okay. please proceed. <laughs> I have one final thing to say. If you want some like angsty drama romance, check out fan fiction. Like, think about your favorite book or your favorite TV show or your favorite movie, and dig around online for some of the fan fiction for it. Because I feel like fan fiction writers really know how to up the swoon. And if you want a recommendation for my favorite Twilight fan fiction, I haven't read it in years, so I don't know if it holds up, but um, this one kind of took took the number one spot in my heart. It's called There is a Light. And Edward Cullen is like a angsty 80s, kind of like a Smith-esque rock star, not Smith, like Morrissey-esque rock star. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> It's so good. I love it. And and people can be dismissive of fan fiction, but like some of your famous famous favorite writers are fan fiction writers or have been fan fiction writers, including Anna Todd, who wrote um, after. And fan fiction writers, they're they're excellent, and it's a wonderful world in which people experiment and try new things, and it's just really fun. So dig into fic. All right, <laughs> Dory, and and I could go on and on. I, I could go on and on. So that's all I have to say. And pop on over to um, the Ripped Bodices website and see what books they're recommending. Like they're going to know way better than I I do what you should be reading. Okay, I'm going to stop. Well, these now are all and back no, these away are all from the microphone. These are all great suggestions. Thank you so much, Kate. Dory, thank you. <laughs> um, all right, we are going to hear from another listener. Kate, would you like to read this? Hi, Kate and Dory. Here's my question. My husband and I currently live in Montreal, or should I say Montreal, with our six-month-old baby boy. My parents live in the Boston suburbs. 
Concord, since you're fellow assholes, thank you, which is an easy five-hour drive from us. Although the U.S.-Canada border is currently closed, we're planning to make the trip to see my parents as soon as it's safe to do so. My husband and I have been very committed to our quarantine here, as have my parents, and we could really use the help with our baby, not to mention the emotional support. But I'm terrified of exposure in public restrooms, especially since the virus allegedly can travel via fecal matter. Any ideas for a potty strategy if we were to try to make it down with minimal stops? Adult diaper question mark? Peeing on the side of the road. Masking up and holding my breath if we do brave a rest stop. Help. Yours, bathroom <laughs> anxiety. Um, so I think this is a this is a legit fear. And I would say bring a camping toilet. What's that? They're like portable toilets. Um, and they, they range from ones that are like 12 bucks that are basically like a bag on a stand that you squat over um, to ones that are a little bit more potty like, if you will. No, wait, where, where, let's say I'm the listener, where am I going to use this portable toilet? Like I'm going to pull into a rest stop and then go I mean, behind my car. Maybe, I guess like you're going to go use it in the woods. If you don't feel comfortable, just like going on the side of the road, I guess poop is the real issue, right? If you got like to take can, a poop, if you got to take a poop, that's the real issue because you can pee on the side of the road, but pooping is a little bit more, I mean, you can poop on the side of the road too. You can, you can. I mean, bring, I would say. And bring like, like doggy bags, like dog just, poop I bags. Would just dig a hole, cover your poop. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pack your poop out, Dorothy. Well, but like, I, know, I also it's don't. a legitimate question. I know. But like, I don't want to like leave poop strewn along like. No, I'm thinking of like, were we camping, um, were we camp like were we backpacking and did not have access to an outhouse? I would dig a hole, cover your poop, and I would pack out the wipes or the toilet paper. So bring mm. out like you don't obviously don't litter with toilet paper. But I I would say like can you can you find guidelines for using a public restroom right now during the pandemic? Are is there are there tips that help and and we can look this up too, but like help make it a safe experience? Could you wear gloves and a mask and bring Clorox wipes and wipe everything down? Yeah. It's just such a, it's such a high touch environment. Yeah, it is. But here's a question. We're thinking mostly touch via passing on hands, right? Like not butt cheeks. Yeah, but there's also, there's also, they're saying now that it can be transmitted through poop particles. Oh, fuck. Poop particles. Yeah. Remember so, like, poop particles? I do. That was a topic on Forever 35 yep. almost two years ago. Yeah. So you're saying poop someone particles. flushes a toilet yep. and then that yep. matter sprays yep. into the air. That's oh, exactly God. what I'm saying. I guess I guess camping toilet it is. <laughs> I mean, you could wear an adult diaper. Again, the just- poop. I think sitting in your own pee <laughs> is like okay not ideal but okay but sitting in your own poop no i would never I d- that's not what i'm suggesting at all i would okay. just pee yeah i wouldn't sit okay in all right 
See, poop would, is the problem. I would hold the poop. I would hold in the poop. What if you can't? Well, then you just go on the side of the road and you just yeah. wish for the bring baby right. wipes, bring a bunch of plastic Ziploc bags to throw smelly trash in. Maybe hand I'm over sanitizer. This. I just a camping toilet seems like a lot. That seems like really? a real yeah, it does to me. Okay. But that's just me. All right. Okay. Well, I'd love to hear if other people have dealt with this. Maybe I'm being too paranoid about the public restroom. I don't think you are. And, and I didn't really know that about the poop particles. So it is a valid, like, it's silly to talk about poop, but these are really valid questions and things that we should be discussing and having solutions yeah. to if solutions exist. Totally. Oh, boy. <sighs> well, what a world. thank you, listener. <laughs> thank you, listener, for making us think about poop. I mean, I'm always up for thinking about poop, to be honest. Ugh. Not like I love poop, but just like <laughs> we have to talk about it. You know? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, All right. I'm, I'm like, now I'm going to sit. Now I can't stop thinking about this. So now I'm. I'm sorry. No, no. I think it's a good thing to think about. I'm stuck in the thought cycle here. Okay. <laughs> Moving okay. on. Moving on. We're going to hear one more voicemail from a listener. Bonjour. This is not necessarily anything I need you to put on the podcast. But sometimes I just wish that I could text you guys and tell you how much you make me laugh and I'm listening to today's here for you and I just got such a chuckle about when Dory was talking about her cocktail and there was a technical difficulty and so it sounded like she was like oh I made a cocktail and Kate was like how was it and Dory's like oh it's really good and Kate's like what do you mean and I just that was just it really made my day so thank you for being silly and uh, love you guys I didn't realize that uh, that part was left in that episode. <laughs> Sometimes we do this, we record here for you over, and actually we record Forever 35 this way too, over FaceTime audio. And sometimes there's like a lag where you kind of cut out for a hot second, I think just because mm. of my internet. So I'll, I'll like, and then it'll speed up. It's really weird. Then you come back, but it speeds up what you had said. So... That's what that was about. And also, listener, you can text us at the, at our voicemail number. I believe you can send text messages to that. Mm, yeah, you can. You can. And I'll I, when I find them, I'll text back because. Wow. Okay. Well, well, because sometimes I've had to try to reach out to people who leave us voicemails, and the only way is to try yeah. to text them and hope they see it. And sometimes people yeah. see it, and then then we text for a second. So I mean, try it out. Try it out. Five nine one zero three nine zero. Shoot us a text. Uh, I just that that voicemail just cracked me up. I'm glad we make people laugh with our. I know. Very authentic friendship. <sighs> um. All right. Well, Kate, the word of the day is love. Inspired by our discussion of poop, romance. Okay. And and of poop. <laughs> I mean, you have to love someone to go on a six-hour road trip and poop and pee on the side of the road together true that is very that is very true um so yeah so that's our word of the day and our activity for the day is to just watch a romantic comedy or start reading a romance novel just get some of that romance in your life i love that well can we talk about normal people because every night my husband drops trots into the bedroom and is like how are you not watching normal people yet i love normal people you're gonna love normal people and i'm like i need to read the book first but he didn't, and he's it's all he's talking about. 
So I feel like if I mean, you want I've some heard romance, it's very steamy. Yeah, I feel like if and, and we even had a listener caller right in that was like, please, we need to talk about normal people. This is a book by Sally Rooney. Now a show on Hulu. Now mm-hmm. a show somewhere. Yeah, on Hulu. Yeah. So start that if you need something. Great idea. Or watch Pride and Prejudice with me. <laughs> All right, everyone. Dory, it was a pleasure. It was truly a pleasure. Um, listeners, we are here for you, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.